Father, once again, we are gathered to hear from the Holy Spirit. Energize us this morning. Illuminate us this morning. Enlighten us this morning. Let the spirit of wisdom rest upon us. Make us a sign and a wonder. Let people not be able to explain us. Let everything about us be only attributable to the hand of God. From henceforth, let people who see us say, What manner of men and women are these? As we have prayed and as we act upon your word, so shall it be. In Jesus' name, shout Amen. Once again, you are all welcome. Please be seated. You are welcome to House of Judah, City Church in the heart of Croydon, in the nation of the United Kingdom. Both those who are in the house and those online, we welcome you and appreciate you taking the time to be in the house and online. Shout hallelujah. Now we are in the month of wisdom and mentorship. Wisdom and mentorship. Deuteronomy 34 verse 9 says, Joshua had wisdom because Moses laid hands on him. So, who you associate with determines the wisdom you walk in. Who lays hands on you determines whether you walk in wisdom or not. Now, please listen to this first statement. Seasons don't change people. What people do in seasons is what changes them. Seasons don't change people. Summer doesn't change you. Winter doesn't change you. Autumn doesn't change you. Spring doesn't change you. It's what you do in winter, summer, autumn, spring, that changes you. In a time of revival, in a time of movement, it's what you and I do that changes our story. Seasons by themselves don't change us. It's what we do in those times and those seasons that change us. And I'm glad to inform you that we are in a season of wisdom. Oh, your amen went. Is your amen coming? Look at your neighbor across the room or with your family. Tell them, this month I'll be wiser than I was last month. And tell them, it will show in my results. Seasons don't change us. It is what we do in a season or with a season that determines what happens. For instance, if in a time of uh, uh, sowing, a farmer decides that he won't sow, will he have harvest in summer? I mean, in harvest season. So it's what we do in a season that determines what we reap from that season. Is an amen coming? That's why King Solomon said, Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1, to everything, <laughs> there is a season. Everything happens in a particular season. And he says, and there's a time for every purpose under heaven. You know, when it's time for you to study and you are playing, you feel as So there is a time for everything. And I'm stressing this point that this season is a season for pursuing wisdom. August will be determined by July. July will be determined by June. You will be wiser. You will be more blessed. You will be healthier. In the name of Jesus. So it is the wise choices and decisions and steps that determines what changes and what improves in our lives. The Bible says in First Chronicles 12.32, 
and of the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding. Everybody shout, understanding. They had understanding of the times. They had understanding of what time are we in. We are in a time of wisdom, pursuing and walking by wisdom. Look at you and say, I'm in a season of wisdom. Everything I say will be backed by wisdom. Everything I invest in will be backed by wisdom. How I speak to my wife. How I speak to my children. How I speak to my husband. How I manifest. How I work will be backed by wisdom. 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 And all, of all the children of Issachar which had understanding of the notice, three qualities I mentioned yesterday at lunch hour with high achievers. These were men of understanding of the times. Understanding of the times. Understanding of the times. To know what Israel ought to do. They had understanding of the times and knew what to do. Bible says, when Jesus was going to feed the 5,000, he said, go and get some food and let's feed these people. But the Bible says, it was a trick question because he himself knew what he would do. Lift up your hand and put it on your head and say, I will have understanding of the times I'm living in. I will know what to do per time and per season. I will not be taken by surprise. Oh, Charlie, look, look, I'm, I'm excited excited about this message. I'm telling you, house of Judah, we will catch it. We will catch it. We will catch it. We will catch it. They had, well, number one, they had understanding of the times. They knew what Israel ought to do. So they knew what to do. They were not confused. And the heads of them were 200. What's the benefits of understanding the times in which we live and knowing what to look at the benefits of having understanding of the time you are living in and look at the benefit of knowing what to do. And all their brethren are, were at their command. In other words, everyone around them, God put them, God put these people in charge of them. They looked up to these people because they had understanding of... Now, let me ask you a question. How many of you want to sit under somebody who doesn't know the times they are living in and doesn't know what to do? They are confused. How many of you want to be led by a leader or a father or a mother or a parent or a boss who doesn't know what they are doing on that job? They are in a season where they should invest and they don't know when to invest, what to invest. But people like Warren Buffett, they have understanding of the times and knew what they do or what to do. That would be your story. Elon Musk was worth 30 million. Now he's worth 150 million. U.S. billion dollars. Because he has understanding of the times. The next testimony of people who have understanding of the times and went to open a business and went to invest in certain things, the next person that will be testified of is you in this room. Is somebody watching right now by divine wisdom. The next person who will know when to marry and who to marry. That season is now. Somebody scream wisdom. We will not make any more wrong investments. We will not take any more wrong steps. Because we will be filled with the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Is somebody receiving that impartation? Ah. 
I'm excited about the times. And I'm happy for you. I'm so happy for you that you are hearing this message at this time. The only thing I'm concerned about is whether you will do something about it. Because receive that grace right now. You will know who to marry among the six men that are proposing to you. You will know who. You will know when to save, when to invest, and when to spend. Shout Amen. We are in a season of revival. We are in a season of being spiritually buoyant. Not spiritually dead. Not spiritually lukewarm. Not spiritually apathetic. Listen. Every blessing begins with your spiritual man. I wish above all things that ye prosper and be in health as your soul. We save souls because their soul is what God will use to get them where they must go. And when, we are, when you get born again, your soul is saved. Now your soul. We, listen. If you can tell, if you have been watching us throughout the week, you know the fire is increasing every day online. So we are, let's bring it here. Your spirit is saved, your soul is being saved, and your body will be saved eventually. So the moment you get born again, it's your spirit that was saved. Then you go on an exercise of renewing your mind, renewing your soul, developing your soul through the scriptures, your mental faculties. Then it will affect eventually your body to be resurrected when we get to heaven. So it's a three-fold pack. You are saved, you are being saved, your body will be saved. But during this moment, you should be developing your soul, your spirit man, to be buoyant, and you develop it by the word of God, which is the raw material for wisdom. Hallelujah. So we are in a season of wisdom. I came primarily today to teach. On Friday, I'm starting something new on our Friday services by the leading of the Spirit this morning. It will be prayer with preaching. I'll be preaching on Friday and releasing some anointing. This Friday, we are dealing with restoration of everything that has been lost. So, hook on life. Every day, God is giving us new instructions. I hear God daily. I hear God what? The next person who will be hearing God daily is in this room and is watching online. If you believe it, clap. Clap. Hearing God's voice. <laughs> hearing God's voice makes all the difference. Shout Amen. We are in a season of wisdom, being wiser today than we were yesterday. Every day, choose to be wiser. Luke 21, 15, it says, I will give you a mouth and I will give you wisdom which none of your enemies will be able to gainsay or resist. Somebody say, I'm in a season of wisdom. Say, I'm in a season of wisdom. So, we are in a Listen, listen. Common sense will not save anybody. If you meet somebody, you want to witness to them, or you want to help them out, ordinary common sense brings common results. Intellectual sense brings intellectual results. But divine wisdom brings wisdom brings results that cannot be explained on earth. You must pursue education will give you intellectual wisdom. Go for education. You must always be educated and keep learning. But the greatest asset that you have as a believer is divine wisdom. Common sense will give. If you don't tell a child, um, take a spoon if you want to eat food, put it in your. A child knows automatically. Take spoon, put it in a, a plate. The food goes to his mouth. There are certain things that are just common sense among common people. 
common result. But then intellectual wisdom from education. Are you understanding? Continuous learning. But this wisdom we are talking about, some people settle for intellect. I have master's degree, two PhDs. It gives me those results in those areas to write books plus my divine wisdom mix. But the highest is divine wisdom. That is what makes you a mystery. And you are supposed to be a mystery. How many of you were on lunch hour with high achievers yesterday? Okay. Did, did you hear when I talked about the, um, a greater than Solomon is inside you? You see, are you aware that everything Solomon had, you should have more? Every influence Solomon had, you should have more, more influence. But it comes by understanding that a greater than Solomon potential lives inside you. People kept traveling to come and look for Solomon, not for his handsomeness. It was because of the wisdom he was operating in was not common sense, was not earthly wisdom, was not just intellectual wisdom. It was not sensual wisdom. It was divine wisdom. And I'm trying to let you understand in the whole of this mandate where you should be aiming at operating from is divine wisdom. Is understanding coming? We are not in a hurry to, fulfill, to, to finish this message. We are taking our time. Because divine wisdom must be exhibited. When you speak, your husband must know you have become wiser. When you speak, your wife must know you have become wiser. When you speak, you, your children must know you have become wiser. When you speak, when you do certain things on your job, your boss must know you went somewhere. And when they want to promote somebody, whether you are in prison, You see, when it comes to divine wisdom, it doesn't matter whether you have citizenship or you don't. Like I preached yesterday, Joseph did not have immigration status. I'm not saying uh, stow away and go and hide in a country. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, Joseph did not have citizenship. He was in a foreign land like you and I in a foreign land. But he was, he was picked up from prison and made a prime minister. The one who put him in prison was still alive. He became a boss over that, those people, Potiphar and Potiphar's wife, by divine wisdom, not just intellectual, educational wisdom. Go after education by all means, but in addition, I'm telling go higher. Gabby, are they understanding what I'm saying? We must be people who cannot be explained. That, that's my aim for all of us. People who people cannot explain our prosperity. That in the midst of farming, in the midst of epidemic, you are investing in properties. Where did the money come from? Wisdom. You don't set up a business with money. You set up a business with, with wisdom. By knowledge, a house is built. By wisdom, it is established. By understanding, its rooms are furnished. So what you need are the triplets. Knowledge, wisdom, understanding. By knowledge, the house is built, not with money. We are taking our time. Because we will get it. I'm looking forward to the day when we come to church at our anniversary. Even before anniversary... People will just rise up and write a 50,000 pound check. And it will not affect their bank account in any way. 
because they are operating by divine wisdom. If you are the one I'm talking about and the one receiving this impartation, lift up your hands and say, that shall be my portion. We, we must become a mystery. This week, I was just there meditating on a couple of things and I said, I'm going to tell Eshwa, lift up your head. I want you to find out what kind of people live in Concord House. What kind of people do they attract? We are going to be a blessing to them. Everybody in that building. I am going to initiate being a blessing with compass to everybody in that property. Mysterious. By wisdom. Not church offering. Wisdom. Being a blessing. Somebody in a wheelchair last week came for the food bank. What was it they said? I haven't had tea. I haven't had tea. This is a good start. This is what I'm talking about. Being a blessing, not in my bank account, but being a blessing to be so mysteriously blessed that you bless others. Is this clapping? Is it coming? There are people in Croydon who need our... If you don't have it, you can't be a blessing. And this is not effort. This is going to be by divine wisdom. That's where I want us to get to. Actually, that's where God wants us to get to. We are in a season of pursuing kingdom priorities. You see, if you check the prayer topics I've been sending you, it's not got nothing to do with your car, your shoe, or anything. It's kingdom advancement prayers. You know why? If I'm advancing the kingdom, through witnessing, inviting, praying, kingdom advancement prayer. That's wisdom prayer. God advances our life without us asking. Wisdom. Shout amen. Wisdom. God advances our lives. So, in this season, don't be too focused on your needs. Please write that down. Even though you are not writing, write it in your mind. This season, don't focus too much on your needs. Focus on the salvation and welfare of others by receiving divine wisdom to know what to do and what to say to people. Wisdom. Don't worry. Don't worry about your needs. Operate in divine wisdom to help people. I don't worry about my needs. I'm on a pastor's salary. Pastor's salaries are not uh, what? Anything to write home about. That's not, I, don't, I don't live on a salary. I live on the blessing. There's a difference. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. When the blessing is on the job you are doing. And remember this. I hope you all understand by now that I am a pro hard work. I'm a pro hard work in getting people off UC. Stay on UC for a while, but Hard work plus giving is what makes a prosperous person, not just giving. You must work hard and work smart. Hard work. I'm a pro. I work hard. Every day, I'm working. I sleep maybe four hours. I'm always working. What are you doing with the other hours? Investing for my tomorrow. Wisdom demands. You don't sleep too much. You sleep on the other side. They advise you sleep eight hours a day. That's your grace. Sleep eight hours. Me, I can't. Don't do what I'm doing. Just look at your body. 
But my point is, work hard. Wisdom says, he who does not work, let him not eat. So work. But don't just work for yourself. Work for God and work for others. That's wisdom. So you are paid on your job. You are paid for blessing others and you are paid by God. <laughs> I don't know if somebody is in the house this morning. <laughs> are you all here? Are you sure you are here? <laughs> this month you will change you. I'm telling you. Except I'm not a man of God. Or except you don't do what I'm saying. Wisdom. Somebody just looks at you, some of you singles, and say, what kind of woman is this? No application online. No, I'm telling you divine wisdom. My wife, God is bringing some serious, different associations, personalities into our lives that is shocking. Shocking to us. Shocking. 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 Because we are pursuing wisdom. So, God brings people like the Queen of Sheba into your life. Wisdom makes you attract different kinds of people. Let me say something. Let me say something. Plus, I'm not insulting anybody. Foolishness attracts foolishness. He that walks with the wise shall be wise. He that walks with the companion of fools. Which kind of people am I working with, Bishop? Wisdom attracts wisdom. Foolishness to attract foolishness. I want to see wise results. People who don't have your welfare at hand, you tell them I'm planning this. They say, why you? Ladies and gentlemen, be wise. Don't hate them, but be wise. We are in the month of wisdom. If I'm helping you, say you are helping us. Now, let's listen to wisdom. Ephesians chapter 6, 5 to 8. Watch this. Servants. Remember, we have moved from members to servants now. Servants. Please listen to this carefully. Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters, according to the flesh. That is in the natural realm. Obey your bosses. With fear and trembling in singleness of your heart, as unto Christ. Everything you do, do it as unto Christ. Now, watch this. Not with eye service. Don't do anything in church, in the ministry, in the kingdom, or in life with eye service. As men pleases. Don't do things to please men. But as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. Watch this. With Now listen to this last part. With good will, doing service, as to the Lord. Everything you do, do it as unto who? Listen, lift up your head. If you are going to do things and look to people, you will be disappointed and always frustrated and angry. There's a lot of people you have done good to that have not returned, reciprocated in kind. You can't walk around, walk, you can't go around walking in bitterness. If you did it unto God, you will be angry with them, resentful of them, asking for vindication. If you did it unto them and expecting them to return, in the natural, they should reciprocate with the same kind but normally, naturally, many people don't do that. So, don't do things to people or for people expecting anything returned from them. Do it as unto God. If they don't bless you, God will reward you. Are you understand? I'm preaching on wisdom. Wisdom. So, you can live long. You can live long. Can you live long for your children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren? 
I came across a scripture this morning. It said, great, great, great grandchildren. We must live to see four generations. Four. My son, my son's son. I'm waiting to see my grandson's son. Four generations. Wisdom gives us 120 years. Job. You see, please pray for me. I'm trying to control myself today. Honestly. The excitement is too much. The excitement for you, what you're about to become with this message. When Job lost everything he had, God gave him sons, new sons, 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 sons. Now, the Bible could not, at that time, they could not, they could not say great, great, great grandchildren. So they say, Job, God restored back to Job, sons, 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 and sons, sons, sons. That's what I'm preaching on this Friday. Restoration of everything you've lost by wisdom. But wisdom brings you back everything you have lost. Wisdom. When you are wise, when you are operating in wisdom, sons, 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 sons. I am going for wisdom. I don't know what you are going for. People see you say, I'm a member of the house of Judah. You open your mouth, they say, ah, that's what. They are full of people of wisdom. The kind of things that they do cannot be explained. Who is receiving that grace? <laughs> I said, who is receiving that grace? I said, who is receiving that grace? Oh, I'm preaching under unction. Listen, that's why King Solomon said, wisdom is the principal thing. Singles, husbands are not the principal thing. Wives are not the principal thing. Love is not the principal thing. As a matter of fact, love is not the principal thing. Being in love is not the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal Wisdom is what will help you to fall in love with the right person who is wise. Love is not... Haven't you seen people who are falling in love with drunkards? And maidos? Because we didn't know wisdom is the first thing you must go for. Wisdom. Who is going for wisdom with me? I said, who is going for wisdom with me? That's why Solomon said, wisdom is the principal thing. So, James chapter 3. Now write this down. There are four kinds of wisdom. Four kinds of wisdom. Four kinds of wisdom. Father, let this word rest upon these people. Let the eyes of their understanding be enlightened. Everybody online and everybody watching. Ephesians 6. 5 to 8, let me finish that scripture. With goodwill service, as to the Lord and not to men. Did you see that? Media, the other scripture. With goodwill, doing service. With goodwill. Every service you do, do it with goodwill. With goodwill, doing service. Not just in church, everywhere. With goodwill, doing service. As to the Lord and not to men. Listen. Knowing this, that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same. You know I always do good? I will reap the same. <laughs> any good thing that any man doeth, the same, the same, shall he receive of the Lord, whether he is a slave or he is free. So, it doesn't matter whether you are slave citizenshiplessness or what. It doesn't matter. Anything you do, any good thing any man do it, the same, the same, the same. 
Everybody lift your hand and say, in the name of Jesus, I receive grace that any good thing that I do, the same shall I receive in Jesus' name. Which means, what I want is what I should sow. Any good thing that a man doeth, the same, the same, the same, the same, the same, shout Amen. Alright, let's go to James chapter 3, 15 to 16. We are teaching on divine wisdom. Divine wisdom. When Bishop Oedipo was called into ministry, God said to him, I will not let you go as others have gone. I will release unto you a particular servant of God to release on you the spirit of wisdom. To operate by that wisdom. The, the results you see in, in a redemption camp, Adeboye, and the results you see in Canaan land is because of what we are talking about here. Wisdom. Divine wisdom. So let's look at the different kinds of wisdom. Sometimes some people say, I am wise. Now let's look at what we are talking about here. Whether we are wise. And what kind of wisdom we are operating in. Some of you look very sleepy today. Everybody stand up. Stand up, everybody. I believe you remember I was a teacher. And most of you look, I don't know whether it's a weather or not. Some of you look very sleepy. Amen. Okay, everybody say this with me. Say, this wisdom descended not from above, but is earthly, is sensual, is devilish. For where envying is, where strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first of all pure, then peaceable, then gentle, then easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. He said, where envying and strife is there's confusion, but this wisdom that is from above. So, being envious and walking in strife is not operating in wisdom that is from above. But when you are operating in wisdom from above, you don't envy people, you don't get into division, you don't get into strife. That is earthly wisdom. Earth, that's fleshy. Shout amen. Now, if you promise that you'll be awake, then I'll let you sit down. I'm doing what Lighthouse does. I'm helping you to just stay awake. Are you, are you with me? Because I know I'm anointed. It's not my message that is making you sleep. It must be the weather. Shout amen. Will you pay attention? Please be seated. I don't want to scream around. I've been, I have a 14 day agenda ahead of me. Leading prayer every evening, so I need to live long. Okay, so I will speak calmly. So you help me speak calmly. Not scream to keep you awake. That's another homework. Shout amen. I hope you are with me. <laughs> you guys are good guys. Amen. Alright, let's continue. There are four kinds of wisdom. Please write this down. Take note, take note, take note. There are four kinds of wisdom. And God is positioning us to become mysterious. I like the idea that people cannot explain our church. Now, people cannot explain us. I like the idea. If people can explain us all the time, then we are on the same level. But we must be people who people say, what manner of man is it? My son, 
Lift up your head. My son, listen to this testimony. My, my biological son. Pastor Michael is a teacher. And he's been in this school for just under a year or so. A year and a half. And the time he's been there, he's never told anybody he's a Christian or he's a pastor. By his acts of wisdom and service and goodwill and kindness and love and respect, people are calling him pastor. People are calling him. He never told anybody he was a pastor. You see, by our fruits, people will know. They, are, they said this particular issue, we will not go and see the headmistress. You, as the pastor here, go and talk to them on our behalf. They appointed him. No wonder the Bible said they are the ones who call you ministers of God. Not you say, I am a minister. By your fruits, they will know. Where we used to live before, the white folk in our neighborhood said, Oh, why are you leaving us? Since you brought you are a breath of fresh air. Black folk who carry cutlasses around. We were not carrying cutlasses. We were operating by divine wisdom. So why are you leaving our community? Why? Did we do anything? No, no, no. We just need a bigger place. I need a study. That's the only reason why we are leaving. Divine wisdom as distinguishes you. Listen, if there's ever a gift I can give you, is this message. Wisdom. 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 Divine wisdom. When you come to my funeral at 120, one of the things you should say is, he taught us wisdom. 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 Four kinds of wisdom. Please write it down. Children, I hope you are taking notes. You have exams at the end of this month. Because you'll be wiser than us. You'll be what? Wiser than <laughs> You know where my grandson comes to sit when he comes to my house and my office upstairs. Every Sunday morning he comes to say, want to sit in your chair, want to sit in your chair, want to sit in your chair at home and in the office here. As soon as I arrive, want to sit in your chair, want to sit in your chair. You see? How old is he? Four. Want to sit in the chair of, of a father, a wise man. Want to sit in your chair. In Africa, we shout on them and say, Ooh. no, 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 no. Sit in the chair. Touch what is on my body. He touched the hem of Jesus' garment and what was in him entered. When your children are asking you certain things, answer them. Teach them wisdom. Give them wisdom. Don't say, don't do what we do in Africa. Give them the answer, the right. Don't give them answer at their level. Give them an answer that they will understand. Don't say, oh, your child, you understand. You understand one plus one is one and a half. Then later we'll add another half. No, no, tell them. Because I've been telling you, I don't know whether you, I hope you believe in your children more than I believe in them. I said, I hope you believe in your children and what I can see them become. I hope you believe in them more than I believe in them. Don't let anybody, no teacher, no outsider, relative, grandmother, grandfather, friend, relative, auntie, come to your house and say, if your children are this way, get that rascal out of your house. I didn't want to scream. Get that demonic entity out of your house. Speaking rubbish over your children. That's wisdom. I hope you still love me. Number one, earthly wisdom. <laughs> Four kinds of wisdom. Ladies and gentlemen, please catch it all. I wish I could give all of you money to catch this. 
The number one wisdom which most people and all of us operating naturally is called earthly wisdom, which we call common sense, which we all have. We do. The moment we are born, when a baby comes out of the womb, first thing she does or he does is cry. And the next thing she does at her age, at his age, is to put his, 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 his or her mouth, a mother directs the, the breast, the nipples to his or her mouth. From that day, that baby is not looking for the mother's nose to eat. He's looking for the breast. Araya is always pulling down the mother's blouse. I am looking for this area. That's before she got, uh, she had grew milk. He doesn't pull her wig. She pulls her blouse, not even her skirt, because the breast for the milk is not in the leg. That is common sense. That is common sense. So, <laughs> congratulations. Anybody that they know where their nipples are to drink breast milk. That's common sense. Prayer, that's common sense. Witnessing, inviting people to church online, that's common sense. That's not spiritual. There's nothing spiritual about it. It's common sense. That's common sense. <laughs> and common sense only makes common men. Doesn't make the Elon Musks. Doesn't make the Warren Buffetts. Doesn't make the Bishop Hutton Woods. Doesn't make the Shimolobos. I'm talking about me. Pastor Matthew was telling us he bought a land, 36 acres. Pay attention. 36 acres and turn it into a rice farm. Then later on decided to turn the 36 acres into estate. And you think pastors live on just church salary. 36 acres. He has houses in Houston, not with church money. As a matter of fact, he doesn't take salaries from his church. He stopped it. That's where I'm going. I've been saying that to you forever. I will not be rich by church offering, not be rich by hard work or cleaning. Or I will be rich by divine wisdom. And I've discovered that this is it. Some of you, you can't be working 9 to 5, 9 to 5, running around all over the place to the end of your life. I'm starting you up to start your own businesses. You don't need money to start a business. Wisdom. Go for wisdom. Someone will come to you and say, I'm going to do a JV with you. You know JV? Not John Victor. It's joint venture. You know, Pastor Matthew has been teaching on all these things. Real estate. Investment. Shout amen. Earthly wisdom. So, earthly wisdom is common sense. Now, number two, sensual wisdom. Write this down. Sensual. That's sensual or intellectual wisdom. That's the wisdom we get from education. Education from school. Listen, let me read this to you. Please lift up your head. Are you, are you tired? You guys are tired or you're okay? Okay. Education makes you wise. Informed. Education makes you wise, makes you informed with earthly or at best intellectual wisdom. But divine wisdom makes you wise with divine godly sense. Godly wisdom. Listen. Lift up your head. Two women came to Solomon. Everybody say divine wisdom. 
two women came to Solomon. They had babies. And during the night, one of them died. One of the babies died. And so they came to see Solomon and said, one of them said, this woman slept on her baby and killed. Who sleeps on their baby and kills them? Mothers. How can a mother sleep on her baby and kill the child? So, they said, this woman slept on the baby and the child died. We woke up in the morning and the child was dead. And then she said, that's not the baby. Or that's not her baby. So they came to Solomon to say, Solomon, answer this question. Now, can common sense answer this? Common sense will say, the one who slept on a baby, since they said this one slept on a baby and killed the child, the other should go with the other baby. Solomon looked at them. And with divine wisdom, are you paying attention? With divine wisdom, Solomon said, okay, um, bring me uh, a sword. I'm going to cut this baby into two. Since both of you don't know who the baby belongs to or who slept on who. I'm going to cut the baby into two. You take half and you take half. Then the wom- one of the women said, no, 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 no. It's enough. It's enough. Don't cut the baby. Let, let her take the baby. Listen to Solomon. That's the true mother. That's divine wisdom. Nebuchadnezzar dreamt a dream and he didn't remember it. And then he wakes up one morning and tells the whole kingdom, I'm going to kill everybody, all the magicians, astrologers, and all my advisors. I'm going to kill all of you. Number one, if you don't tell me my dream that I dreamt, which I've forgotten, and then interpret it. How is that possible? So, he was on the verge of killing everybody because all of them were operating magicians, listen, listen, magicians, spells, enchanters, diviners, astrologers, cannot match this wisdom I'm talking about. So if on your job there are necromancers, there are astrologers, there are freemasons, there are witches, there are wizards competing on that job for your position, for your promotion, for your insight. If necromancers, witches, wizards are competing for the husband you want to marry, the man you want to marry, the promotion you are looking for, the only thing that can put you above is wisdom from above. They are competitors to your profession. They are competitors in your profession and your career. And they are using other gods. What in your marriage? They are competitors. You think because you are married, nobody is fancying your wife? Yes, they haven't told you who has been chasing them there. So you need wisdom to keep that husband and keep that wife. Wisdom. They go out there, people are giving them all kinds of compliments. They come home and you don't even say anything after they cook. You just eat it. Whether it's snake or crocodile. You need wisdom. Are you guys? I know I have enemies. You know, recently I read the scriptures and it comforted, comforted me about certain things. I was wondering why are all these enemies and why this is. Then I, God said, Go and read Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. And did you, dis- did you know that whilst I was here on the earthly ministry, there were people who called me sons of the devil? The people hated me. They wanted to throw me down the cliff. There were Sanhedrins, Pharisees, Sadducees. All those people were enemies of mine. And yet I, by divine wisdom, 
they couldn't stop me from getting to the cross and becoming. So you will have enemies. What makes you prevail over your enemies is the wisdom you are walking in. Not you are answering them. <laughs> Divine wisdom makes you superior in your field. And places you in a class of your own. Joseph comes out of prison. Interprets the dream of Pharaoh. And becomes a prime minister. Daniel remembers by divine wisdom. Interprets the dream. Remembers and interprets the dream of Nebuchadnezzar. And is made the president of presidents. They said Daniel was preferred above others. Because the spirit of excellence. The spirit, which, is the spirit of ex, which is the spirit of wisdom. Was operating in him. People, these people became prime ministers and presidents by divine wisdom. Common sense didn't bring them there. Intellectual wisdom is very good. You must pursue it. But what puts you, it says the wisdom from above is above all. So this wisdom we are talking about puts you not just among the ordinary, among just the CEOs. It puts you above. And that is where you are going. The Bible says in James 3.17, it said, the wisdom of God is superior. Everybody shout the word superior. Say superior. Say superior. It's superior to the wisdom of the world because the wisdom that is from above is first of all pure. It's peaceable. Now, one of the definitions, I'm rounding up now, one of the definitions that has gotten me very excited these days is this one. Listen. Wisdom Divine wisdom is a three-pronged weapon. Three. This, 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 this has just changed my life. Divine wisdom is a three-pronged weapon. It anticipates problems. It foresees problems coming. It avoids problems. And it solves problems when it comes. Divine wisdom, Joseph foresaw. Yes, seven years of farming after seven years of plenty. From a prison. From a prison. From a prison. So seven years. Listen, listen, listen. You see, common sense may help me to see a problem that is coming tomorrow. Divine wisdom makes you see seven years ahead. That's why you invest. Divine wisdom knows university fees are coming. So I must start saving. Seven years, 18 years, 12 years. I will retire one day. I cannot retire begging my church, our church members going from house to house and say, if you don't pay your tithe, I will die. I cannot live that way. Divine wisdom tells me, go beyond thinking of tithe and offering and create an investment for your future. If certain pastors had not planned before the lockdown, Charlie, by now, it would have been serious. For various kinds of reasons, which we will not go into. Some have lost their jobs. You see, they have all kinds of reasons. So if we are depending on just that, that would be terrible. I told you when I had that Zoom call with you, that I'm believing God for supernatural wisdom to either collect a loan or whatever. The wisdom. Those who have 
uh, gotten on board, have gotten on board. But divine wisdom has started flowing. So nobody's pressurized. Divine wisdom. Divine wisdom. Divine wisdom foresees. Then avoids. If you if can see a tractor coming your way, and you know, if it comes and hits you, you will die. Would you go and stand in the middle, or you will move aside? See, divine wisdom tells you, after this COVID, opportunities are coming. In the, in the COVID and after COVID, opportunities are coming. So divine wisdom tells you, prepare your mind, prepare your spirit, prepare your body, prepare your life for the major openings that are coming to people who are operating by divine wisdom. Divine wisdom foresees opportunities, foresees challenges, foresees problems. It sees it coming and prepares for it or avoids it. Or when it has happened, then here we are, solve it. Jesus himself knew what to do to feed the 5,000. When he heard that Lazarus had died. Listen, if your best friend is dying, wouldn't it be easier to heal the sick than to wait till they die for you to raise them? He stayed calm at one place for three days. That's divine wisdom. He said to the disciples, this death is not for, you know, it's for the glory of God. Fourth day was when he went. He knew what to do. He was so confused. He didn't mourn. It, the, when the Bible said Jesus wept, he didn't weep because that Lazarus was dead. He wept because of the lack of faith of the people around them. The way they were wailing, but Malam, they were... You won't come again, oh, he's dead. Oh, he just wiped the white. That's how pastors weep over people sometimes. He was weeping. Why don't these people catch this wisdom I'm operating in? Why don't they catch this faith that Lazarus can be raised from the dead? Your finances will rise again. Your business will rise again. Your family will rise again. Those divine ideas will rise again. Few thoughts for you are coming again. Pursue divine wisdom. And those of you online or here, by the Spirit, let me tell you this. Those of you who are managers, CEOs, chief executive officers, owners of your businesses, wherever you have reached on your profession, in your career, in your job, it's not a limit. That's not the limit. Kill song. There's more. There's more. House of Judah. There's more. Members of House of Judah. There's more. There's more. 450 pounds a month salary. People are making that a second. Am I preaching to the right crowd? You see, what I preach, what pastors preach, from the reservoir and from what God says you should teach is what God confirms if they believe it. 450 pounds an hour. That's somebody's monthly salary. That is somebody's second allowance. And guess what brings us there? <laughs> Shows you what to do. Shows you what to anticipate. Shows you what to avoid. Let me close by giving you this. Did anybody get anything? 
Even God founded the earth by wisdom. There's a reason why I'm taking my time to teach you. There's no need to hurry. You take it step by step, step by step, step by step. And just ask, if there's anything you're going to ask for every day, after you have prayed in the morning, pray for, pray for leaders, through the position of authority, pray for Israel every day. Since I started praying for Israel, there are some things that are happening in my life. And I'm going to keep praying for Israel. Ah, every platform you hear, when I'm leading prayer, you'll hear Israel. The Bible says, you see, it's a wise thing to do. Those that pray, they shall prosper that love Israel, Jerusalem. When you pray for Jerusalem, God, God gives you a special reward. Because Jerusalem is in your heart. Israel is in your heart. That's our covenant nation. That's where we came from. That Abraham's faith we walk by is from Israel. So pray for peace. When you are talking about Palestinians and all those, don't get involved. Just say, Father, I pray for the peace of Israel. We love Palestinians. We love everybody. Just pray for the peace of Israel. That's the wise thing. That's what God said we should do. For the peace of Jerusalem. Peace, peace, peace. And he said, they shall prosper that love thee. Shout a better amen. Alright, let's close. Can I give you two more? Divine wisdom eliminates confusion. Divine wisdom eliminates confusion in your life by empowering you to know what to do in every situation. All of us, including me, face situations that wonder, how can we come out of this? How can we come out of this? Now we are discovering the answer. Go to God and say, give me your wisdom on this issue. On this issue. Talk to him. Go through the word. Get the books. My books on every subject. Get it and read it. Eat it and do it. It's not making me rich. It is making you rich. Shout amen. Divine wisdom makes people wonder at you. Divine wisdom keeps you stable. You know why? The Bible says, the word of God shall be the stability of your time. Wisdom. Isaiah. Let's close with Isaiah 33. Isaiah 33. I think you've had enough. How many of you want stability? Stability. Your marriage, your business, your career, your family, your children. Stability. 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 Isaiah 33, verse 6. Let's read that together in closing. And shall we all read? And wisdom and knowledge shall be what? The stability of thy times. And strength of salvation, the fear of the Lord, is his treasure. He says wisdom and knowledge shall be what? In other words, wisdom and knowledge will what? Stabilize you. Wisdom and knowledge will stabilize you. Please put your hand on your head. Say in the name of Jesus. I receive the spirit of wisdom in every area of my life. Every investment, every savings, every speech, every act, every behavior, I receive and I invoke the spirit of wisdom. As I have decreed, so shall it be in Jesus' name. Shout Amen. Now, what of the sources of wisdom is the word of God. So, please write that down in closing. How do I get wisdom? Apart from praying for it, eat the word. God's word is his wisdom. He said wisdom and knowledge shall stabilize your finances, 
Stabilize your children. Stabilize this. Stabilize that. The word of God that you eat, the word of God you hear, the word of God you do, is what brings stability. Stability in your finances. Stability in your health. Stability everywhere. Stability. 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 It eliminates frustrations, confusions. Any area in which we are being frustrated is simply because of WDS. We are deficient in wisdom in that area. But today, may the Lord give us wisdom. I said, today, may the Lord give us wisdom. Father, today, may you give us divine wisdom. In every area of our life, divine wisdom. We receive it now. In Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. You are online today. You are not born again. You don't know Jesus, the author of wisdom. And you want to submit your life to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You don't enjoy this wisdom until you are born again and pursue this wisdom. So you are not born again. You want to give your life to Christ. You want this greater than Solomon potential to manifest in your life. Please stretch your hands towards the screen and let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone on this platform. Everyone not saved. I pray with them right now. Say this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross. I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart that you were raised from the dead. Forgive me for all my sins as I accept you now as my Lord and personal Savior. I rededicate my life to you now. Let the spirit of wisdom operate in my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Seasons don't change people. What people do with the season. Listen to this one. You know, it's summer. We are approaching summer. What will happen to you if you go out there in the sun and put on pullover plus sweater plus jacket plus, plus, plus a woolen hat? The season demands you wear something light. Who will suffer? Seasons don't change people. So if in a season of summer you put on uh, winter clothes, we are the ones who will suffer. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? So what season are we in? What season are we in? What season are we in? What will you operate by? Shout amen. Okay. Shall we receive our tithes and our offerings? Now, God does not need our money in heaven. God does not need our assistance. We need assistance. So God says, bring all the tithes. Wisdom demands, bring all the tithes into his storehouse. That there will be meat in my house. And then look at what he says. Prove me now. I will open the windows of heaven. Not for me, but for you. So, Tithing is an instruction of wisdom to benefit us. You want stability in your finances. Tithe and give him offerings. Did I hear your amen? I said, did I hear your amen? <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So, 10% of everything that we get belongs to God. Anytime you are tithing, remember what he said, whatever good we do, they say, that he do unto us. So package your tithe, your offering from the blessings that God has given you and let's worship the Lord with it. Those of you who have been coming to me with your rent, the seed, glory to God, 
those who haven't and want to, you still can. Glory to God. Shout a better amen. As we build him a house, he will build us a house. Is an amen coming. That's wisdom. You build him a house, he builds you a house. Now lift up your offerings, everybody. If you need an envelope, lift up. If you are watching online, take out your phones. The details, please put the bank details up, I believe. Is it on? Take out your phones and then transfer your tithe, your offering, that God will open the heavens over your life. Your life. Over your life. Not the pastor's life, not the church's life, but your life. That's wisdom. Father, thank you for this opportunity to give. Receive this tithe. Receive these offerings. Receive these rent monies that people have given. And surely build them their houses. And rebuke the devourer for our sake. And pour us out a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive. We are grateful. We are thankful for rebuking the devourer for our sake. And pouring us out a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive. We are grateful and thankful in Jesus' name. Everyone said amen. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Are we ready with the announcements? When we finish, please put the offerings in the offering basket as we are going out. Glory to God. Amen. Okay, now, please stop it. Tomorrow, we have a pastor's manner for those who want to develop. Are you paying attention? We are nearly done. Amen. I can't hear you. Hallelujah. Tomorrow, we have pastor's manner for those who are available to watch. And if you are not available during the day because you are working, you can watch the replay. Um, it will benefit you. On Wednesday, we have money matters. Um, Friday we have the prayer, Saturday we have lunch hour with high achievers. And the whole of this week we are continuing our 14 days of glory. 14 days of glory has been awesome. Uh, testimonies have been coming through. I believe yours is next. So 6 to 6 p.m. This week we are focusing on Thanksgiving. That's another wisdom too. How do you thank God when Lazarus is dead? How do you thank God over five loaves of bread and two fish? How do you thank God and praise God, Paul and Silas, in prison? That's not common sense. <laughs> that is divine sense. And so, when you engage divine wisdom, you receive divine results. So, this week, God says, the wisdom to this week is to thank me throughout. You are fasting, but you are thanking me. You are fasting. You are not just praying. Another form of prayer is prayer of thanksgiving. So, this week, our focus will be thanking God for seven days. Thanking Him. Thanking Him. Thanking him, that does not make sense. That I haven't got what I'm supposed to have, yet you say I should thank you. Well, that's exactly throughout the history of this church, 25 years. He has never said seven, years, seven days of prayer, next seven days of thanksgiving. That is sensitivity to the Holy Ghost because of what he wants for us as a people. So he says, this week, don't ask me for anything. I told you last week, don't ask for money. Last week, I didn't ask for money. I got money. I didn't ask for money. I got what? And diverted, you said I didn't use the word diverted, transferred it to some people. I just prayed, then I transferred. It's happening to me 
by divine wisdom, the next best thing to happen to you as you believe the head is you. Don't wait for your monthly salary. Are you here? I think some of you maybe are bored of your pastor because of these things that you see. You are bored? You are upset? Because of the things I'm telling you? <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, so, 14 days of glory. Seven days. Every evening, 6 p.m. Let's all show up there. Whether you comment or don't comment, just make sure you are there. <laughs> and receive and participate. Block out everything. Pray during that one hour. Pray. Maybe to keep you awake. That's why you should put a comment there so you are awake. But don't do amen at the beginning. Come in the middle. So just stay awake so you can catch because things are happening on that platform. I'm telling you, on Wednesday or Tuesday, I don't know if some of you observed that, I was banged up. My body was banged up. My, my, the, the nose, I mean, I was, it was serious. We were wondering whether I'd be able to complete it, but I was there alone by myself. And one hour, I was at it. Even her mother called and said, Bishop, look from Trinidad. Her mother called and said, Bishop, look unwell. So I was praying for him. Trinidad! From Trinidad. You are looking at me. <laughs> she is looking at me. She see I will say something. Amen. <laughs> you see, whether you are dying or you are not dying, serve God. You see, so when God begins to reward some of us, eh, don't, don't ask questions. So. Whether you are dying or not, I was not. Did anybody of you notice that? Or did you notice? Or you said, he's a superman. <laughs> he's superman by divine wisdom. I said, well, for me to live is Christ or to die is great. I need to finish this one hour. In the last 15 minutes, where the strength came from, I have no idea. You see, that's because God is watching you. You are going. Whether things are going well, they are not going well, you are alone leading prayer or not, just keep at it. I hope you all learned from your pastor. So, seven days, finish hard. Just praise him. Thank him. Follow the prayer points I'll be sending you every morning and then just do it. It's not reading. It's the doing. You will make it to. People are coming with you. They are coming to you with resources. They are coming to you with opportunities. Put your hand on your head and receive the spirit of wisdom. Everybody open your mouth. We are closing and sharing the benediction. Pray. Say, I receive the spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. That is the spirit of Christ. Open your mouth and claim this wisdom to operate in your life, on your job, in your business this week. Pray for it personally. Personally. Nobody can ask for it for you. Pray for the spirit of wisdom to come upon you. The mother of wealth is wisdom. The mother of opportunities is wisdom. The mother of favor is wisdom. The mother of health is wisdom. Pray. Spirit of wisdom, come upon me. Spirit of wisdom, come upon me. Baptize me afresh with the spirit of wisdom. Baptize me afresh. Somebody pray. You need to pray. Pray, pray. Pray, 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 pray. Ask, he said, if any lack wisdom, let them ask. Do you need wisdom in a certain area in your life? Then ask for it. Somebody is asking for it. You need to ask for yours. Wisdom. 
Baptize me afresh with the spirit of wisdom. Wisdom. Wisdom in my career. Wisdom in school. Wisdom in college. Wisdom in uni. Wisdom in my relationships. Wisdom. Divine wisdom. Divine, let divine wisdom transform this church. Transform your people. Transform everyone under the sound of my voice. Let them know that it's the divine wisdom that they walk in. That will change their story. Let them not settle for just what they are doing on their jobs. By intellectual wisdom, let them understand that divine wisdom can catapult them to where they are not. They will own their own hairdresser salon. They will own their own businesses. They will own their own conglomerates. They will own their own schools. They will own their own hospitals. They will own their own banks. In their profession, by the spirit of wisdom, they will own their own firms. In Jesus' precious name. I told you last week, women, I told you, those of you who are married, and those of you, all those who are single, watching online, and those who are here, I'm teaching you these things, carry forward. Don't wait for your husband to bring money to do your wedding. Build capacity children, Baba. Build capacity to have your own money in addition to your husband's money. Build that capacity. It is done by wisdom. All those of you on universal credit, thank God for universal credit. And I'm thankful to God that any one of you on universal credit in the house or watching, that I know that you are not just settling for universal I know you. You are not settling for that. I pray over your life. By the unction on my life, by the unction in this atmosphere, I pray for every single individual now on universal credit. I pray by divine wisdom for you to be catapulted into your own job and eventually by divine wisdom into your own business. As I prophesied over Pastor Johnson, and he began working where he's working. May that same grace that came on me to see that transformation, may that same grace come on every single person under the sound of my voice in this house or online. May your testimonies be fast. May your testimonies come with speed. May it not be he, anyone that will stand in the way of your breakthrough. May God fight for you. May you hold your peace. May every blessing that has been hijacked, may those who have hijacked your blessing be hijacked by the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, I come with that apostolic grace and I declare bound in the name of Jesus. House of Judah shall prosper. Its faithful, loyal, dedicated, present, and upcoming members shall prosper. I prophesy it. It shall manifest in the name of Jesus Christ. 
anyone associated with this vision. Ah, may the God that answers me by fire, may that God answer you and make you a mystery, make you an enigma, make you unusual, make you uncommon. Somebody scream, Amen. Except I'm not a man of God. What I see in my hand, stretch your hand if you want. What I see coming into my hand, may it come into your hand. And what, what comes into my hand, what I use it for, may you use it for the same. May you use it for the same. May you use it for the same. It is coming. It is coming. It is coming. Rise up and rejoice. It is coming. 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 In these 14 days of glory, it is coming. 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 Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Finally, first to the 4th of July, our anniversary. Are you clapping? Are you shouting? Are you screaming? <laughs> if this is happening in 14 days, can you imagine what's going to happen from the 1st to the 4th? So 1st to the 4th, more than conquerors. More than what? In every situation, what? More than. <laughs> Don't miss this Friday, everybody. If you are coming from work, whether you're on the tube or working from home, tune in on Friday. We'll pray 15 to 20 minutes. I'm going to teach and I'm going to prophesy. So don't miss it. And invite. We are in the month of wisdom. We are in the season of revival. Invite everybody. You know, including your enemies, to come on our platforms. And they will be blessed. Shout Amen. So mark your calendars first to the 4th of July. And as you are aware, during our anniversary, we always give God what? Thanks. So package. Ask God. God told me to tell you. He told, you, he told me to write it down. Tell them to ask me what, listen to me, I'm not lying. He said, tell them to ask me, what do you want me to give? From what you have given me, or give me to give. What do you, what seed will please you? What seed do you want me to give as my appreciation anniversary seed? What do you want me to give that is pleasing to you? From what you have given me, or give it to me to give. Did you understand the English? It's going to be awesome. I will be speaking, and my twin brother will be speaking. So, every Sunday we remind you. Every evening we pray about this time. We are praying, carry forward. We don't wait till the last minute. We have been covering first to the fourth. You will receive a breakthrough. Somebody's business is about to start. Resources are coming from heaven. Shout Amen. Put your hand on your head and let's all share the grace together. May the grace, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of my life. We shall dwell forever. Now look across the room or if it's your family sitting next to you, tell them by the time you see me next week, I will have a wisdom testimony. Even the way I'll be walking, the way I'll be speaking, the way I'll be behaving, the dress I'll be wearing, 
how smart I will be, it will all depict wisdom. You are blessed. God bless you all for coming online and actually. God bless you all. God bless.